Hello and thank you for joining me for the next episode in this short series of podcasts where I catch up with some of the inspiring business aviation professionals I've had the great honour to work with and for over the past 20 years. In this episode, I'm joined by Kada Mata, former Vice President of International Sales for Bombardier, now CEO of the IC Group. Kada, what a very great pleasure it is to speak with you again. How's things and how's the family? Thank you, Paul. It's a pleasure to hear from you. Really, it's a pleasure. And thank you for asking. Yeah, they're all fine. Thank you. Appreciate your question. I have very fond memories of our media training sessions together and the time working with your team in Dubai when you were at Bombardier. You've now moved on. Tell me more about the IC Group. Well, first of all, let me thank you very much for what you've done for us, Paul, in the past years. I've decided to leave the industry in 2019. However, a couple of my clients, which I have a great relationship with, they came back to me and they said, we should do something. So back in late 2019, we started IC Leasing IC Group. Basically, IC Group provides the clients with the sales and acquisition of a private jet. But also adding to that, we decided to also finance such assets for our client. And this is something that we developed together with our investors. And we went into the traditional financing, which is asset-based financing. But we went a little bit further into operating leasing and went to the high purchase leasing as well to give an option to our clients. We take it as a partnership. So we invest the money in the asset to give our client the asset. But not only that, we give them the advice what to buy, which company should manage that for him. And also the maintenance. And we do a lot of spot checks on their management and their staff during the lifetime of the financing period to have an asset that should not depreciate after a few years if you want to sell it. So really they are getting value plus the financing, plus of course the advice and sales and acquisition of the plane. Where's the company based? Actually, it's based out of Dubai. We have a license to do the financing side. And then the other company, which is called IC Aviation, does the sales and acquisition. The holding company is based on Luxembourg. Starting a business as the world was locking down due to the COVID-19 pandemic must have given you a few sleepless nights. I think everybody in 2020 was so worried about this industry. We all thought that's it, that's the end. Well, they say that fortune favours the brave and as luck would have it, the market rebounded and that's certainly been very beneficial for your enterprise. 21, 22. I can't remember years like that in terms of having the price of private jet gone up. The demand was huge and the manufacturers could not really supply enough. So the pre-owned market just went crazy. So it was a great opportunity for a company like us. We were there on time to actually capture some of that. So we grew very well for the last three years. And I thank our investors and the people that working for the company. Really, it was very good. In other parts of the world, we now see labor shortages in aviation resulting from the pandemic. Is that the same in your part of the Middle East? One of the things that Middle East did not suffer, I'm talking now about the commercial side rather than the private jet side, the government maintained most of their engineers, most of their pilots, they spent that money, and that was a wise choice and a wise strategy that now they are not suffering. You look at Emirates, back again, full capacity. Etihad, the other day, they announced back again into full capacity. Qatar always the same. However, it's affecting us, a private jet business. To find pilots now, it's a bit harder. The supply chains has been disturbed in terms of spare parts and so on. So the maintenance side has been affected a little bit and that you have to wait for your spare parts now to try to fix your plane if there's anything wrong with it. That will take some time, Paul, to recover. How long? I would say another 
couple of years, three years until you get these people back and train them. And, you know, it takes years to, to train these people, whether it's a cabin crew or a pilot or an engineer. Is sustainability as important an issue in the Middle East as it is across the world? I think there's a huge awareness and everybody's trying to take initiatives. I thank some of the authorities that they are pushing towards that. Amazing if I tell you in the UAE they are building forests on the middle of the desert just to calm down this heat and have clearer air and, and so on. So they're spending a lot of money on that, especially in the UAE. I remember you showing me photographs of Dubai in its early days, a small airport and a few shacks in the middle of the desert. And here we are today, a few decades later, with a breathtaking urban and thriving business landscape and an aviation hub that leads the world. Absolutely, absolutely. Cool. I mean, the country spends so much money and effort into this industry, aviation industry, not only the airlines, towards the private jet. They've really spent a lot of money. They've developed another airport on the other side of Dubai, and they've developed a lot of FPOs, and they're encouraging a lot of financing company like us, an aviation company, to come and operate within Dubai. So it's becoming a great hub for such a product, you know. And where are things in the business aviation market now in your region? Very active, I must admit. The charter business is really grown, and that is the biggest sign for us to indicate our future business, especially when you see the charter market goes up. Then the next step is the pre-horn, and after that, obviously, the new airplanes come to the market. So it's been good. There's political stabilities. So that's bringing people to think about owning an asset like that. Recent market reports show that the business aviation market is stabilizing after the frenzy of the COVID years. Is that true in your experience? For 2021-2022, there was an increase of about 3% week on week. 2023, we've noticed that there's actually a reduction compared to these numbers by almost 5%. Don't forget the interest rates now is really becoming high. So the cost of buying these assets and financing them is quite high. It's a challenge more than a problem, actually, because the challenge is that to raise money, to finance your clients is a costly business now. Obviously, we have to take that cost and pass it into the client. Does the current geopolitical landscape have an impact? In the Middle East, it has, to be honest, and all over the world. I mean, look what happened in China recently. We had some sort of changes in the government and changes on the aviation kind of sector, and they had to implement other things. Europe is thinking about even reducing the usage of private jets. So it does have issues like that. So in the Middle East, it's the same thing. They always have some policies that you have to respect and be patient with it. Although it offers lots of opportunities, there's many people and businesses that come to Dubai and operate across the Middle East and fail. In your estimation, where do they go wrong and what considerations should you take on board if you're looking to operate across the Middle East? Really good question. I've seen people coming in and out. I've seen people that came and succeed. The region is a very, very sensitive region. You know, you have to understand the Middle Eastern mentality. You have to understand the culture. The language has got an effect as well on that. Although you can see the country like UAE, Saudi Arabia even today, becoming more westernized, but still the culture has got a lot to do with the business decisions and how to grow these countries. So understanding the language, understanding the culture, the knowledge of the people around there. Build the trust between you and your customer. You cannot be there for one year and leave, Paul. You've got to be there for years and years and years and people start trusting you. And the tough negotiator, in terms of they like to get the best deal and they see themselves that, look, okay, we're well, from Middle East. We've got our own mentality and you've got to respect that. Patience is crucial in the Middle East. Looking ahead, where do you see the market going? 
we're going to see more new airplanes coming into the market. The development of planes with Bombardier, Gulfstream, and Dassault. These planes are going to come in the market. They're going to create another level of higher level products. People would like to upgrade. There's a lot of money out there and people are willing to spend it and having their own jet. Before the formation of IC Group, I know you were personally responsible for over £1.3 billion in aircraft sales. What guidance do you provide your growing team as how to be more successful than you've been across the Middle East and beyond? You have to enjoy your work. And if you don't enjoy it, success probably would not come. You need to know the product, you need to know your competition, you need to know the market that it gives you confidence in front of your customer. You need to know the culture, the language. This is a relationship business. And that relationship has to be built. And try to see how you can build that relationship to last for a long time. These deals is not a one-day deal. It may take three months, four months, and some deals, two years, Paul. You could sit with the client for five, six meetings, talk about nothing to do with aviation, have coffees, have teas, talk about everything else, but not about the plane. And people think, oh, I'm wasting my time. But they forget one thing, that client is testing your trust, trying to find more about you. I mean, these people are very intellectual, very clever people to build multi-billion dollars businesses. So this three, four, five meetings at the beginning, you've got to say, this is an understanding meeting. It's nothing to do with buying or selling airplanes. So patience is crucial. And last, not least, is focus. You've got to be focused, focused, and focused in terms of how to serve your customers, not to lose sight of your client because competition is fierce out there and that's it, you've lost the deal. And it's not a nine-to-five job, is it? Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely, you work 24-7. You know, the things I really enjoyed most is to meet these VIP peoples that inspire the whole world, okay? But at the same time, these guys have a special need and these needs, you've got to really know how to manage it. And if you don't manage that needs and wants, you'd lose them because they have no time for you if you don't give them that time. Kadamata, thank you so much for sparing the time to talk with me. Paul, it's a great pleasure to speak to you and good luck whatever you're doing in this life. If you'd like to know more about me and what I do, you can reach me through my website, www.paulpennington.com. That's www.paulpennington.com. All that remains is to thank you for listening.